Hey everyone, this is Dan, the GM, welcoming you to episode 46 of What the Dice. And we're doing episode 46 for viewers like you, because you guys absolutely positively rock. Now, let's go be roguish. Go swipe your parents' phones or your best friend's phone. Log on to whatever music service they have that has podcasts. Search What the Dice and follow us and if you're really really cheeky give us a review because every time we get a follow or anything like that it helps people like you find people like us well after all that let's go grab ourselves a cup of coffee a cup of tea or whatever your poison is sit back relax and enjoy this week's episode We look down into the fire. We can see the embers moving around like an ocean of pure heat. The flames have died down from the last log we tossed in. The storyteller looks at us and gives us a smile. Well, my friends, it seems as if, it seems as if the adventurers were able to remove the poisonous nobles that had taken control. With Clyde's mother in charge, it seems as if maybe some form of sense might be brought forth. But now, now the adventurers must deal with the greater threat, the orc army sitting at the base of a volcano. Well, me friends, let's find out what they're going to do. By blade or by diplomacy, they have to get the scepter of flames. Sit back, me friends, and hear my tale. With the father now in custody and the mother taken control over Ironhaven, you guys now have to deal with the orcs themselves. The paladins and the mercenaries have already left to begin the combat against the skeleton army that is moving towards wherever, because you guys don't know where they're going. You just know that they're coming. So, to the orc encampment. I mean, scrying with a few paladins, they would probably be able to figure out where it is, because that's a lot of evil in one place. Yeah. So, off to the horse. All right. Hey, guys, here's a... I got a question now. Yes, sir. <laughs> I like how Dad just is like, ugh. Um, would, could we make headway with the orcs by handing your... your uh... No. No? <laughs> Why not? Because he needs to stand trial. Yeah, but he didn't commit a crime technically here. He committed a crime against the orcs. Uh, technically, he did commit a crime. He shot the, the lady of the land. So you're just now picking the order. He offended the orcs first, and then he offended the land. 
Well, it, it's just kind of like in our um, real world kind of aspect. Um, if you were caught in, you know, a state and you did something wrong in that state, you would be trialed in that state first and yeah. then be expedited to another state if you had a crime management state. Either way, the answer is no. Correct. Well, it was worth try. I know, but it's just, it goes back to, it would be so much easier if I'd be playing something else that just wasn't a paladin. You could always lose in combat and Clyde could die and then, okay. No. Commit an evil act, blow someone up. Alright, so the paladins need to go deal with, find the skeleton army and deal with them, with the mercenaries. So we need to make our way and sneak into the volcano fortress. That was the original plan, right? It was. I'm waiting for them to identify it, agree with it. Thanks, God. You're welcome. <laughs> Wait, I've been promoted. I'm now God. I'm not Satan. I don't know. I think That's I like different. Satan better. I think I like being called Satan better. All right, fine, Satan. Thank you. I wanted to hear from them, not you. Does that mean when we address you, we have to go, Hey, Satan. Please. Well, go on. Role play. I was waiting for them. I was the last one to ask a question. Okay. Oh. Sorry. Um, uh, we do need to get into um, the orc territory to see the chieftain, see if he is actually um, being held against his will, but also to inform him that the man held responsible um, is caught and will be tried and then um, possibly uh, given to face their uh, laws as well. Let's just see if we can get to him first. Correct. Hi ho, hi ho. Alright. So. Off to a volcano we go? Yes. Off to a volcano you go, indeed. At the volcano edge. The air is thick with the smell of sulfur. The sky is dark from the smoking volcano that is up high. The smell of orc and cooking flesh seems to taint with the smell of sulfur. The area has this heavy air about it. You don't feel welcomed. Approaching what would be the main gate, things don't seem calm. It seems as if they are ready for war in any manner of the cause. It really seems like we need to warn them, now do we? Yeah, they do seem kind of riled up at the moment. So do we try diplomacy first and talk to them, or do we find just sneak away in? Let me see if I can find. The idea was sneaking in, and I have a feeling walking up to their front door isn't going to be smart. Kalila's going to go scouting. Alright. How are you going scouting? Up the rocks. Alright, roll your climb. Never. Dude, you got told. <laughs> 22. Alright, with a 22, you are able to get up that cliff side. Let me reveal more area. What's your view? 60? Uh, no, that's short range, baby, for a bow. View is like, you can see like 300 feet. Okay. Go ahead and place yourself on the rock on where you want to be. Right underneath that ledge. Okay. 
I'm going to give you what you can see. Up the mountain edge, you can tell that this encampment has been here a while. You see guard groups moving. Usually you see one or two guards moving in tandem, patrolling. You can hear the sounds of orcs training. Their heavy wooden clubs striking down on wood or stone, or sometimes that sound of a club against flesh. You can see that they have been here a long time. The structures are not just simple wood, but they are sturdy, heavy logs and what looks like maybe a dense clay. Hold those wood together. Small encampment of small tents speckled the area where the standard troops seem to stand. You can see a cooking fire up at the mountainside. You can see pits where they put human versus humans in gladiatorial events so that the loser is the next meal. The winning humans you can see are at least given some respect. They're not immediately eaten. Some are put to work. Typical or culture. Right. All right. Does it look like I can sneak around to those other boulders from like off the sides kind of idea or? It looks like with as with how they're acting, you could sneak around pretty easily. Okay. But if you are spotted, it would be the death of you. Right. We would be immediately surrounded by a lot of orcs. It looks like the way things are set up is you could almost sabotage areas to draw attention or even their guard posts seem to use rudimentary 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 fireworks as signals hmm so if we could get our hands on some fireworks we might be able to send them out in a way kind of idea mm-hmm all right she's gonna climb back down and, and return to the party report what she saw and the mass number of things and definitely report the they seem to use fireworks for signals and stuff maybe we can steal them or just try and sneak and as far as sneaking is concerned clyde i don't think noise is so much an issue it's just not being seen yeah i have to agree with that so i think you could successfully if you're not concerned about your plate mail making noise you should be able to sneak just fine um is there any way i can get that uh the cloak that helps silence your armor. Yeah, I was sure it was oh yeah, I can give the ring back. That's not a problem. Yeah, I, I was like, I couldn't remember if it was a cloak or. It was, it was a, ring. a ring. It was a, something. That's a cloak. Cloak plus two for stealing and moves out. Okay, that's fair. My bad. And I will um, put uh, dirt on my armor. Okay. Uh, decrease the reflective. I mean, that is one way. Now, I couldn't see the entire encampment. We can only sneak so far, and then I'm gonna have... We, we'll need to find a place that we can safely hide while I scout ahead again. I understand. You also have an item that you bought from Maximilian Loot Hoarder that might be of use. Oh, yeah, the tent spike. She'll pull that weird thing out, and she goes, I also have this. 
I don't even remember what that does, honestly. It hides everything to camouflage into the background so no one sees your tent. So if you're within a pretty much like what I, I think it's like a 10 foot radius of this, no one can see you. But it has to be stuck in the ground, so it doesn't work just for you. So if we find a place to hide, we can just stab this in the ground. Yeah, so we tie a rope on it, uh, stick it in the ground, walk to a certain spot, pull it out of the ground with the rope and pull it towards us. If the spans are short enough, because we would temporarily be able to be seen as we move the spike each time. I'm saying we use this for when I go scouting. So that way we have a safety hidey hole. Understood. And of course that means only we would know about it so we could disappear around a corner and the orcs wouldn't know where we went. But what do you guys want to do? If we get spotted, we're going to get surrounded. Did you by chance see anywhere they may have had those uh, fireworks you were talking about? I don't know. Did I see where the fireworks were? Guard stations. In so the guard these guard platforms. Okay. I would say don't get spotted. Well, there's a guard platform, I believe, just on the other side of these huge boulders. I might be able to sneak under there and steal some. Well, couldn't Hugan, like, spit some of that web stuff at him and snare the fireworks and drag it back? That is a very good idea. We can try and have Hugan do that, too. They're not going to probably be as suspicious of a spider. It also depends on how big the fireworks are from a distance. They don't look that big, but these are also orc size. So you're dealing with things that are of a larger scale. So he might not be able to drag more than one at a time. No, but he could come all the way back to me and I can take the, the spider silk and drag it myself. Okay. All right. Well, rope and some fireworks. I need you to roll stealth. Are you doing this during the day or at night? Like, when did you guys arrive here? Did you want to arrive during the day or at night? Mm, I think night would probably be best, guys. I think the orcs would have a lot harder time seeing us with all the crap in the air in the night. But then again, it's already cloudy and dark here anyway. And then one of us can't see in the, in the dark. Well, it's also really bright and luminous because of the volcano and the lava. There's no immediate lava. I don't know, I would almost say during the day might be better because they won't be, one, as vigilant because it's daytime and we'll know where more of the orcs are instead of one of them randomly getting up in the middle of the night or something like that. I feel like that's counterintuitive. I mean, I see your points, but I'm a black cat. That's true, too. Nonsense, I thought you were a bright golden cat. I was. Shiny, shiny plated kitty. Blue. I thought she was blue. She's blue, then we should cheer her up. I vote night. Exactly. Nighttime? Nighttime. Yeah, nighttime might actually be better. Okay. So we are going to put you guys at night. You've successfully hidden throughout the day to begin your ops at night. At night. Kalila, you notice that there's less guard movement at night. It seems as if the orcs have no fear of what they feel pretty secure. Right. The guard stations seem to have a guard posted there for an hour or so. Then he walks off to do rounds, returning about 
15 minutes later-ish. Okay, plenty of time to go in, grab some fireworks, come back out. Right. You can hear the sound of snoring echoing throughout the encampment as orcs dream about their maiming. About their maiming and their destroying. What about what one has artistic dreams, man, huh? He just artistically dreams of what it is like to paint the sky with someone's blood. I don't know, man. Hugin is able to get to the guard post as the guard walks off. Returning to you a few moments later, his string, his silk seems to break every time you try to pull on it. It seems as if you're going to have to move yourself. Okay. Well, I'll sneak in myself. Stealth. As you get to the guard tower, you are able to get up the stairs with ease. At the top of the tower, by the torch, is a single firework. It is crudely wrapped in what looks like maybe a wax paper. The long fuse dangling just outside the torch. You don't see any spares laying around. So it's just the one. Right. Okay, well, the the orc is gone and no one's near me? Correct. Quietly take it. If there's no other one. Alright. By the way, my stealth roll was like a 29. Okay. Removing it, you see that it is now clear that one's going to be missing. Are you going to return to the party? There's only the one, so if you take it, there's nothing there. I mean, it's kind of obvious if there's only one, but they're orcs, so they might be kind of dumb and go, where did I put this and wander off? Like, there's a risk about that. What would I know orc-wise? Are they smart enough to go, well, let's be on alert, or would they be dumb enough to, like, wander off? Based on what you are seeing from around, these orcs seem smarter than your average orc. So they might notice if the firework is missing. But you could always sabotage the firework. Sabotage it is dead. Okay. But I'm not going to take it. Okay. So roll disable device, please. Uh, is that possibly one of those things that cannot be used trained? Because I don't see it on my sheet. Or untrained. I thought disable... Um, well, I don't see it on your list either. No, it has to be trained. It, it's usable... It, little black asterisk next to it says usable untrained. Okay. It does say usable untrained? No, I'm saying that's what the asterisk means oh. and it's not on the stable device. Okay. Um, so go ahead and give me a... Survival? In- go ahead and do survival. Because it's making it's the opposite of making sure something doesn't go off. Right. So yeah. Like, eh. Nat 20. So you basically find a way to cut the fuse to where even if the fuse is lit, it won't get into where the powder's at. You also are able to do it to where it doesn't look like it has been messed with. With that nat 20, I will also give you the advantage to get away before the orc arrives. Sneak, 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 sneak. You hear his heavy footsteps walking up the platform, and he seems to take position. Looking out into the darkness, he seems to just have a lazy patrol about it. 
you can tell that this is probably they've never been attacked at night. They have probably they're orcs. People are afraid of them. Right. Off in the distance, you can hear the faint sounds of battle. The paladins and the skeleton army have began to fight. It is very faint and is almost imperceivable over the rumble of the mountain volcano. Well, I will inform the party in case they don't hear that the paladins have probably engaged with the skeletons and that that thing's about to explode covers your ears. What's going to explode? Or whatever the, the, the firework trap is. You disabled it. Oh. You, disa- you disabled the flare. I thought I was sabotaging <laughs> it to go off to create a distraction. No, you're disabling it. It is a firework. It is basically like a flare gun. It's so that they can alert people that alert that, you know, someone's attacking. Oh. Okay. Think like a Roman candle. I was thinking of like a really big firework that launches into the air and like explodes, but okay. Well, the guard can't signal his friends now. Well, that's good, because I really don't want to have to get into a fight with a ton of them. And she's going to peek around the big boulders that are over here and confirm that all the orcs over there are sleeping and no one's just meandering around guarding the orcs while they sleep. You can see... Goro Perception. Okay. 19. Besides maybe the one orc that is getting up to take a leak... There's no movement. So there's no one around? There's no one around. What about in that, uh, the, 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 the wooden structure that is beyond the tents? You don't see movement inside, but you do see the glow of a fire. Okay, so there's probably somebody in there. Mm-hmm. That's fine. We can easily sneak around. I just didn't draw doors. That's fine. I didn't think they'd have doors, to be honest. That's fair. Well, that would be the next best sneaky hidey place, because then we could sneak around the others and get to that big... Uh, the big outcropping of rocks to hide behind. Yes? I think it sounds like a pretty solid idea to me. Well, I'll nod and go, all right... I'll help lead the points as the stopping. I'll work as scout and help you guys get across. Sorry, I'm in agreement. I thought you were rolling something first. I apologize. No, no, I had no idea. I was saying I will help you guys cross this and successfully sneak, you know, stopping at the right points, crouching at the right points. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the Fabulous um, will nod that this is a good idea. Yeah, that's what I was... <laughs> Alright, she's gonna have Hugin go up ahead mm-hmm. and be the end point. So that way she'll yeah. be in the middle helping everybody sneak across successfully. Okay. I need you to roll stealth for you. Uh, mathing. Hold on. 31? Okay. What is your, um,. Stealth skill? 
plus, plus what? Twelve. Plus twelve? Yes. Okay, so everyone have a miscellaneous modifier. Everyone gets to add your stealth movement to their stealth movement for your role. Because I'm playing party leader, a stealth guide? Pretty much. Alright, everybody gets plus twelve to their stealth. So go ahead and everyone roll your stealth. And someone roll in that one, please. Uh, 14. Okay. Is that with the plus 12? Yes. Yeah, that means you rolled a 2. Wow. Lucked out there. Right. 24. Alright. Because I rolled a 2. Wait, you rolled a 2 and you got a 24? Yeah, they get to. It's your their stealth plus that's your stealth. Oh, oh okay, so Clyde would be higher than two because he gets to add his stealth. He only added I, mine. So I have a sixteen instead of a fourteen. <laughs> Still higher. Yep. So you get to the next position. I apologize. That means I would have an eighteen because of the cloak. Okay. That's right. At this hut, you can hear the murmur of two. Orcs. I don't listen. Anybody? I don't know. Understand orc? I'm like Clyde. Listen. I'm listening. They are talking about the soup they are making and how human leg bones are better than arm bones because of the tender meat. And they're chuckling about it. One of them begins to talk about the upcoming attack. Listening intently, they begin to talk about how the great chieftain has acquired barrels of fire that they are going to roll down the mountainside into the human town. I'm going to relay that information to Defibulous. Specifically. Defibulous will take into consideration everything he's saying and determine how much explosive that actually is. Well, it would be basically a barrel. So, uh, a large barrel full of uh, black powder with probably a fuse on it. So it's not an uncommon siege technique. It's a little brutish and a little unfocused, but it can do serious damage. Defibius will quietly relay that not exactly the most you know, impressive idea, but it could work. They begin to laugh about how the humans in that town will be burnt to a crisp and be like um, crunchy flesh bits. And that maybe they'll go good with some salt. Yeah, I'm gonna leave that stuff kind of out. What'd they say? And say, yeah, they're just talking about they're talking about dinner. You can hear the sounds of their stool creaking as one slowly stands. Mm, I have to get back to patrol. Keep the soup bubbling. Night. Lila is sticking the thing in the ground. <laughs> oh, no, wait, she doesn't understand that. Never mind. Ah, uh, keep soup warm. Others come to eat. Mm-hmm. As it begins to move towards the door, 
Kalila, you are you gonna or Clyde, are you gonna tell Kalila to stick it in the ground? Stick mm -hmm. you in the ground. <laughs> Giggity. <laughs> Stabbing the tent spike in the ground, you begin to form up and you look like a pile of firewood. Let me see if he notices that it's there. He does not. Walking by, he stops, looks at the wood, and smiles. <clears throat> Slaves have been doing good. And he walks off. The orc inside, you can hear them yawn. <sighs> and the sounds of a wooden ladle scraping across iron is heard as they stir the pot. A few moments pass, and you hear another deep yawn. <sighs> and what sounds like them leaning back on their stool. Well, I was going to peek around the corner because we're in our tent disguise. Yeah, how many are in there? Just one. Roll your stealth. 22. You're good. You see one female orc leaning against the wall sitting on a stool. Her eyes are closed and it looks like she is lightly sleeping. In front of her, a large vat of soup. What looks like finger bones are bouncing up and down as it slowly bubbles. Kalila is going to motion the crew to move past the door slowly since her eyes are closed and she's not looking at the door. Slippy. Go, go. Now's good. We shall get moving. I go past the door. That and we have the tent spike, so it should also help camouflage them as well. So as long as they don't run into the door, they're fine. So you guys are basically just bypassing this? Moving on? Yep. Alright. Need move silently. Or stealth roll. Still helping everybody. Okay, roll first. Well, does the invisibility encompass the entire doorway? It's ten feet, so no, it's just on the edge. It makes you look like you are a pile of cut uh, firewood. Okay. So if I walk to the very edge of the view, just real nice and slow, and then just went across? Yeah, you'd be fine. I just need her stealth roll to get to the next position. 31. Okay, so everyone go ahead and add uh, her stealth to yours as you roll. So add the 31 to ours, or? No, you add the 12. A 12, okay. 23. 26. Ooh, you rolled really good on that one, Keith. I rolled a nine. Oh, and then you get the twelve. That's still not bad for you. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Considering you're a walking can, yeah, that's pretty impressive. All right, and then I'm going to climb up to the top of the rock quietly to go out the next round of where I'm going. Roll your climb. Rolling the climb. Uh, 25. All right, you're up top. I still don't see an area where the chieftain's gonna hide. Chieftain is in the volcano. Oh, so we have to get to, can I see the top of the volcano? Or just nope. pathway to it. All right. Let's see. What can I make out in this area? Can I see anything? You see pieces of metal that have been roughly forged into large swords and shields and bulky armor. You see the blacksmith fire has gone out. You also see a guard tower with a guard standing on top, looking out across the grounds. 
Below that, you see humans that have been bound by their hands and hoisted up onto pikes. They're clearly being tortured. Just in front of you, you see humans that are being cooked rotisserie style, as well as several that have been wounded and are being left to bleed out as if they were wild game. Okay. There's a little bit more motion over where the humans are being cooked. It looks like there are several orc cooks walking around basting the cooking humans in some kind of cooking marinade. Alright, so the orc that's at the watching down upon the humans, mm -hmm. does he seem like he's really just kind of bored watching the humans? Is he intently watching them, or is he more like watching everything but them? He's kind of just looking around. It's that he's doing his job, and the humans are being strung up and probably, you know, had their knees bashed, or they're being okay. tortured in some way. So he's probably just ignoring them because they're going to die eventually anyway. Okay. I'm going to climb back down and report all that I see to the group and also include, I think I found a way around is if we take the mountains around the backside, I didn't see very many orcs. It's behind the blacksmith shop, but it's going to be probably a steep climb. I won't know unless I get over there. <laughs> if Does she state anything about what's going on? Oh, yeah, and then I'm going... Yeah, I, I tell you that as well. Oh, okay. The humans well, being tortured, but this is what orcs do. We can't... Then we need to save them. Clyde, we can't. As much as I would like to help the humans, I think at this point, if we try to free them and let them out, we're going to have the entire mountain on top of us. Encampment on us. Yes, as, as my heart goes out to them, but what are we to do? Take We would need the army that's fighting the skeletons. We can sabotage and I can catch the building on fire, but they live next to a volcano. I would imagine that they're pretty good about putting out fires. I, I... And they'd probably leave the humans to burn if you have an idea on how we can rescue all of them while still getting to the orc chieftain, getting the scepter and getting out of here alive. They know about the attack. They're prepared for a fight. They're just waiting. I just can't leave people to be tortured and killed. She goes, you're also a paladin, and your orders were to, to retrieve the scepter. Was it not? <sighs> this is a very difficult moral dilemma. Well, the other big issue is those. a lot of those humans look like they're, from what she says, are pretty busted up and battered. I don't think even if we cut them loose and freed them, they'd be able to fight or let alone run. They're being tortured. They look horribly maimed. You're correct. We would have to assist every single one of them to even walk out of here. Perhaps if we succeed in our mission, you know, we can talk to the chieftain about uh, letting letting the humans go. It's a sign of good faith since, you know, we did capture, capture their, the murderer. We can try and negotiate for it. I'm gonna have to do like a, a moral, a will save because it's a moral dilemma. Well, do you have a suggestion on what you could do? I'm, Kyle is willing to talk and, and hear your ideas, but you haven't stated any. Because he 
he kind of understands and believes what you were saying being a very difficult situation. Oh, okay. Okay. It's just, it, like I said, it's the moral dilemma that yes, they are, you know, being tortured and dying, but they're still alive at the exact moment. That's what I'm like trying to go through and figure out and looking at the map and figuring trying to, you know, giving them a chance rather than just bleeding out and just dying right then and there. Because even if we just free them, they're still not going to be able to escape because we aren't here to escape. We're here to go further in. Yeah. Uh, okay, I will... I'm not... Mm. Yeah, I will unfortunately... Uh, uh, um, God. Did you fail your will check? No, I'm, uh, unfortunately I will uh, succumb to logic in this state that we they would not be able to get out anyway for the greater good and she'll put a hand on his shoulder going you're saving the world versus these five humans yeah the greater good i would like mm -hmm. to point out there's more than five humans that are i just threw a number that seemed reasonable i'm not overwhelming him <laughs> he's silent so you're going to try slipping past the cooks that are currently cooking humans. I'm taking the very, yeah, I'm gonna go as far around, kind of like that tree edge. Okay. So that way we don't see, unless there's a nice cliff and that they would have to literally like walk over to the edge and look directly down by 90 degrees. Not that you can see. Okay, then yeah, I'm taking the long way and we're doing the same thing. So I'm gonna put Hugin as my endpoint with the idea of it's behind, you know, everything, and I will help them cross. Roll your stealth. Okay, 31 again. I'm not making this up. I rolled three 19s in a row on two different dice. So as you're moving, you notice the guard that's in that tower look out towards where you're at, and someone calls him. He literally turns around and walks off. Oh, Kalila's heart will be pounding. You also can hear the chefs. They are talking amongst each other, and then you hear the sound of a horn. They look up, and they begin to cut the humans down and begin dragging them off to be served. Ooh, butcher meat time. Wow. That area has no more orcs in the area. Oh. Alright, well, motion on the boys through and be like, don't look, Clyde. Just focus on Hugin and head towards Hugin. Now, is it going to be a straight climb up or... That is almost a... It's climbed up and then you would have to literally climb at an angle facing out. You're, you, it's a difficult climb. Alright, the boys wouldn't be able to do that climb. Right. Alright, but that orc on that pedestal is gone, right? Right. And so are the humans? The humans that were on the the fires have been moved, yes. Okay, what about the ones over here by these spikes? They're still dangling by their hands. Could we cut through there and get up? You would have to get closer to find out. I'm going to get closer to find out. So, before you move and roll, 
I need a perception check from everyone. Oh yeah, looking around before moving. Twenty-eight. Twenty. Uh, I'm sorry. Seventeen. Eleven. So apparently, everyone sees the sun start to rise. Hmm. to ten. Night is slowly fading away as the beams of the sun begin to pierce through the thick cloud. You hear another trumpet. As you can hear the sounds of the orcs slowly waking up. You now need to find a place to hide for the day. I think I found a nice little cove over here because we can just hide behind this mountain. Or in the trees. We would be really close to... Uh where we want to be. I think the trees are probably a safe bet. The trees! To the trees! To the trees! To the chopper. Wait, what? And ten spike! Eh. Alright, so everyone can go ahead and move over to where Kalila's at. Now, can I see up the mountain a little bit yet? Past that little area since... I will give you okay. more to view. During the day... The sound of humans fighting humans. The sound of the blacksmith working. The the, that sound of metal being struck and tempered. The guards are a little bit more active. And there are more conversations. You hear a lot of orcs praising the name Agaroth. The Agaroth. Clyde, you're the only one that speaks orc. One of the things you start hearing is that the orcs serve the one true orcish god. That no species can stand in their way of domination. That they have been forged through the flames and come out stronger. And that humans are nothing but toys and food. That their job, that humans exist to just serve the greater species. The greater good? As he's dying on the inside, wanting to go and help everybody, but for the greater good. Perception checks from everyone. 30, 20. That one. Six. Wow. Kalila and Clyde. Not the fabulous because you're Ooh, sad. we got it with a six. Good job. So out on that cliff edge, you see an orc dressed in what looks like stripped paladin armor that has been blackened. In his hand, a scepter of flames. He holds it up and the whole encampment goes quiet. In Orcish, you can hear him speak. Clyde will probably translate for you. I will translate. His voice is echoing in the in off the stone. The Orcish God has given upon me this scepter, giving me control over the flames 
to break down the metal and reforge it as our own. Our bones will be of iron, our minds pure. We will be strong and be blessed for all eternity. The Orcish God of Bones has promised us this land, and none will stand in our way. He holds his scepter up high, and the volcano rumbles and spits out more blackened ash. We'll call it Bob. Call what Bob? This new land. (laughs) He was listening to me on Twitch. He points out towards where you guys know the training encampment was. They have destroyed our enemies and made it easier for us to overwhelm those who started this war. When our food reserves are empty and our bellies full, we attack. We will rain barrels of flames down upon them. Nothing will survive. Lowering the scepter, he turns and disappears up the mountain. You hear a loud, thunderous cheer as all the orcs celebrate. As the cheer dies down, things return back to normal. You can hear the sounds of training, the humans fighting, and the smell of iron being heated. They sound like a pretty excitable lot from what I heard. Didn't understand it. They also sound really intelligent for orcs. Yeah. And that concludes this episode. Well, me friends, it seems as if our adventuring party has had a chance to see the flame scepter as well as the orc that possesses it. Now the trick, getting to him and getting away. Now, what about Clyde? Will he do something to free the tortured humans? Well, these questions and many, many more will be answered next time. Well, my friend, the moon is setting, and our time is at an end. Rest well, and as always, may the Dice Gods bless your every roll. We here at What the Dice would like to thank Paizo for creating Pathfinder, Epidemic Sound for our music, as well as Sirenscape for our sound effects. If you would like to reach out to us, you can do so on Facebook at WhatTheDicePod, Twitter at WhatTheDicePod, and of course email WhatTheDicePod at gmail.com. And if you liked our little adventure, please share us with your friends and rate and review us. 